Hello, everyone. Chris Tyler here, along with Damien Arsenis for pickandroll.com.au. This is the official SEN America NBA mock draft. Damien, the NBA draft is on tomorrow morning. It is one of my favorite times of the year. And I've put together my first ever NBA mock draft. It's only the first round. Pick 1 through 30. It's hard enough to do that, let alone second round. And in this draft, we really don't know what's going to happen outside one and two. So, what version is this? Because we, we obviously, you know, you go to a, a Draft Express or a Chad Ford. 10.0, 14.0. That's right. This is 1.0. This is 1.0. This okay. is 1.0. So, this is my first crack. It's hard enough to put it together when uh, when you're working here all day, but I've had a crack at it. I don't know how I'm going to go, but look, most people are terrible at this, so I'll probably be just as terrible as them. We'll start off with pick one. That's the one I'm most confident about, Ben Simmons to the 76ers. There are reports he's already been told that he, he's uh, going to be taken by the 76ers. Even before that report came out, I was still confident they'd take him. You have no problem with me uh, so nah. far, do you? No, nah, we've talked about this on cool. on the other podcast. This is this so is happening. So we can tick that it's one. I'm pretty deal. confident so far. And Brandon Ingram at number two to the Lakers. Yeah, that's pretty happening. Confident. That's happening. Now here's where it gets interesting because apart from those two, it's the an open next draft. ten. You could pretty much throw a blanket over. It well, is a very, very close draft. The first round's going to be very open, and even when we get to the late, late first round, it's going to be even more open. There's pretty because... much just three tiers. So the top two, then there's the next 10, and then there's another 15 or so. Yeah, pretty much right. It's yeah, a I'd very hard you. draft. At the moment, I've got Dragon Bender. This is the guy from... See, what's, <laughs> what's that look on your face? You, you, I just you think you got him too high. Oh, look, I rate the guy. Like This guy is, is a serious talent. Um Coming straight over from Europe. Stretch and four. Was playing as a role player in Croatia. Yeah. I think he can come over. Is he the next Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki? Oh, probably not. Okay. I don't think we're so expecting So should he go three is it my whole be. thing. So I, 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 I so. believe he's I believe he's, he's borderline top ten. I think 10. the Celtics are very interested in him. I think the Celtics are looking to, to trade pick three, by the way. Yeah. But obviously in mock drafts, you have to yeah. pretend that there's going to be no trades. There's okay. going to be a buttload of trades throughout this Well, uh, well you're spot on. The Celtics want to stretch four. And whether that is pick three now or it's I'm one just, of their I'm later picks. I'm just not picks. sold on anyone else who the Celtics could pick up at three. I think Dragon Bend is the best. He's incredibly versatile. Who, he has high upside and I think he has a relatively high floor as well. Okay, well who would you consider the best outside the top top two that we've already mentioned? Simmons and Ingram. Who's who's the best next available I'd player? Say, I'd say Bender, probably. Okay. And then at four, I've got Jalen Brown to the Suns. I could have seen Jalen Brown go to, to the Celtics there as well. I could have seen a lot of players go to the Celtics. <laughs> but I've got Jalen Brown, who's a power forward, to the Suns with pick four. They need a power forward. They need a center. Coming off a very disappointing season, the Suns, two seasons ago, they looked pretty good. Last season, they were terrible. They're pretty much short up in their backcourt. I don't mind their backcourt, so they're probably going to be looking. At this stage, you can kind of draft for needs as well because mm. there are you, you, you're looking at 10 guys who's around the same spot. So I'll look for Jalen Brown, who's probably the best power forward uh, remaining on the board, Demo. So at number five, the Timberwolves own that pick, and you've, yep. you've chosen Chris Dunn. Yep. Why is that? He's the best uh, point guard and the best guard uh, on the board. And he's really? also Yep. Jamal Murray. What about him? Oh, no, I've got Chris Dunn ahead of Jamal Murray for sure. You sure? Yep. I think Jamal Murray can only play uh, offense, not a very good defensive player. Uh, he can shoot the three for sure, but I don't know if there's a whole there's not there's not a lot else that uh, to, to to Murray's bow. I've still well, got Murray. I'll disagree with to, you there, and I don't disagree with you very often. But I reckon Jamal Murray is will be taken ahead of Chris Dunn in my opinion. I just think we're talking a quality player come from an NBA factory in, in Kentucky. I, I can't see him going past there. 
I, uh, I that's that's fair enough. I disagree, <laughs> but that's all right. Pick that's number okay. six. This is this is one that I'm not so confident about. I, I'm pretty confident that Chris Dunn is better than Jamal Murray. I think Jamal Murray is way too highly rated. And also, by the way, just before I move on, Chris Dunn's had that extra couple of years in college as well. He's a lot more experienced player, which sometimes works against players because. NBA teams want younger guys. You're helping my argument, Chris. But I think he's a lot more experienced. He's a lot more. He's a lot better with the ball. He can play both the one and two spots. Jamal Murray can't ball handle. He's only a two guard. Anyway, <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. This is my first, probably my first bolter of the draft. I was going to say Baldwin, what? top ten. Wade Baldwin, six. It could either be him. My second choice. It could either be. It, it, they could go for Murray here. They could go for Heald. Any of those three at the moment. I'm going for Wade Baldwin. I just think his ability to uh, to, to to shoot both on on ball and off ball is probably the best in the draft. He's good from pretty much anywhere on the court. He can ball handle. He's kind. He's, he's got it all. He's got the most upside. I, reckon, I, I do agree. He's got a lot of upside. And let's be honest, the Pelicans could pick any kind of player because right now they need everything. They got holes. They got holes. Absolutely. And he is a tough worker as well, Wade Bolden, which I like, and I think the uh, NBA teams would like. Another potential, we won't go through every pick, by the no, way, but no, these no, are the no, most no. interesting ones. I've got Timothy Luawu out of France going to the Nuggets. He is an X Factor. They do need an X Factor. He's a shooting guard slash small forward. Yep. I think he could be a good pick from them. If not, uh, probably Marquise Chris, someone who's bolted up draft boards over the past one. couple of uh, past couple of months. I didn't watch a lot of him in college. I'm going to be honest. I I saw a, a mock draft about two months ago, and I saw this kid's name, and I thought I don't even know who you are. Yeah. So I haven't watched a lot of Marquise Chris, but he is just this guy that's got tremendous value at the moment. So he could potentially go to the Nuggets there. Then I've got your boy Jamal Murray, what about, from Sacramento Kings. What about yes. lots been talked about, Buddy Hill? Where's, where do you have him going? Buddy Hill, I've got to, uh, at uh, pick ten. So I've got Murray to Sacramento at pick year. eight, Marquise Chris to Toronto at pick nine, and then I've got Buddy Hill at pick ten. I actually love Hield. I want to see. Him I go think higher. he's getting a lot of love. But... He was my favorite player. Him. And uh, the guy from Iowa State, my goodness, I'm just uh, blanking on his name. Um, I can't even remember his name at the moment. Buddy Heald and my Iowa State buddy, they were my two <laughs> favorite players the entire year. I do, do hope he goes higher. In the end, I think the fact that he's four-year a, a four-year player. Is that, is, that, is that probably the I detraction I think it'll probably there? work against him, unfortunately. He's an older player. The ceiling's yep. not as high. We're probably seeing close to his best exactly. right now. But saying that, he's a phenomenal worker. He's a shot so maker as well. The, he can hit the big shot. Yeah, and he he's improved year on year so much. He's one of the toughest workers in this draft. So who's to say that he's still got plenty to give NBA teams? If he keeps working as hard as he has over the past year, over the next couple of years... He's going to be a star. Well, he fits exactly what the Bucks need. He does. They're a point guard. He's a point guard. They need uh, point guards. They need three-point shooting. He is certainly a three-point shooter. I think in one of the uh, the shootouts, he, he scored 85 out of 100 on the three-point shooting contest. That's not being guarded, but yep. that's still a good effort. Uh, Deontay Davis to Orlando Magic at 11. Jakob Hurdle to Utah Jazz at pick 12. Did play for Utah as well, so very known to the Utah fans and uh, all the coaches there. So That'd be a popular pick. pick if he went there, most certainly. Firkin Korkmaz to uh, the Phoenix Suns. I did not swear there. That is his name. Now, the Chicago Bulls, news today, Derek Rose being shipped off to the Knicks. They needed a point guard before that. They're really going to need a point guard now. This is probably the first true reach of the draft. They've got Demetrius Jackson out of Notre Dame going to the Bulls with this pick. They need a point guard, Damo. And this draft is very, very thin on point guards, especially after you get rid of Dunn and Heald. Yeah, so if they don't draft a point guard, they're going to have to trade for a point guard. That's probably what's going to be the outcome. But... Look, uh, your logic sound in, in, in going for a point guard. It's just going to be really interesting because, uh, as we talked about, it's a really even draft yeah. of who they're going to pick at this stage. So really interested to see how these picks are going to turn out because 
It's it's really a lottery, literally. Yeah, I'd pick fifteen. I got the Nuggets taking Dejounte Murray. He's a good one to look out for. He's he's a guy that he has could go a, anywhere as well. He could go anywhere from pretty much ten to end of the first round. Yeah, he was you in, really don't know. Where he really impressed in a few of the pre-draft yeah. workouts as well. Uh, really lit it up and very high upside player. Yeah, he's he's very he's, he's got got a bit of that X factor about him. I would have mm. thought as well. So uh, he I, is I think, inconsistent. That is one thing against him. No. But his upside is certainly worth the crack at pick fifteen. Oh, definitely, and that and that's why I, I mentioned it. I just think he's he's one of those players that has a bit of that X factor and could potentially do some amazing things for whichever team picks him up. Now, as a Celtics fan of pick sixteen, I would love if this guy came to us with pick sixteen, and that is Denzel Valentine out of Michigan State. Now, did this guy not shoot the ball, or did he not shoot oh, the ball? He is a phenomenal shooter. He's an elite passer. He's one of the most versatile players in the league. Not the best athlete. He's a little bit slow, but the go- the guy can play. If you, if he ends up on the right team with the right situation and the right offensive Playing structure, under Brad Stevens, perfect. And I think you've just nailed it. I actually think that's a really really good fit right there. We love him. He's pretty much Evan Turner except better. Better shooter. Yeah, most certainly. So I'd, if if you get rid, of, it looks like the Celtics are going to get rid of Evan Turner throughout the off season. If we can bring in someone like Denzel Valentine, it's getting personal here, isn't it, Chris? Upgrade. Absolutely not. <laughs> Now, pick 17, this is a guy who I had sliding. You have sliding even more. I wouldn't be surprised if he slid more. And that's Scal Labissier out of Kentucky. At the start of last year, he was tipped to be in competition with Ben Simmons to be number one. Oh, there was. And, 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 he's and, no, further, and no further than slipping to five. Yeah. And right now, this is a guy that's going to sl- potentially slip all the way to late first round. His year outside, was terrible. Uh, outside of lottery. And yeah. that, that was just unfathomable. Oh, did I say Unfathomable. that right? <laughs> Close. Um, you know, you wouldn't have thought that six months ago. No. At all. And now that that's the situation he's in. And a lot of people are even saying, has he really gone to the draft too early? Yeah. And the Grizz can go anywhere in this direction pretty much for for this pick because they ain't got much. No, Finally looks like he's going to leave. Uh, Gasol and uh, Randolph are getting old. Just draft someone young with high upside. Scales potentially that. He'll probably be good one day. I'm not a big rat for him. But uh, I can't really see too many teams yeah. passing on him because... He's, he does he's have a that talent upside. He's a talent. He, didn't he just show much in college. Didn't quite show it, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, there is potential there, and that's going to be one of those draft picks that the team's willing uh, going to be willing to use a lottery pick on him. Yeah, uh, I pick eighteen. Detroit Pistons. My boy Demontis Shabonis out of Gonzaga. Oh. Watched a lot of him last year. He's a serious talent. His footwork is unbelievable. He's terrific in the paint. Can step back and take the long range shot as well. Mm. Not the best athlete. Not the best rim protector. But he does offer so much, and he'd be perfect mm. to play alongside uh, Drummond in that piston system. Mm. That's a good fit for Detroit. And and that actually would be a good fit. And, you know, he's the son of a former NBA great. Yeah, a Vita Shabonis. Yes, and he can shoot just as well as his dad dad could. And the footwork's there, the mechanics <sighs> are there. Absolutely. He the is, IQ. The IQ is there. Um, and in many ways, he's like his dad. He yeah. really is. And probably going to be better than his dad. So that's saying a lot. And he's, I reckon he's going to be a steal for whoever picks him up because he's only going to get better. Yeah. If, if they don't choose him, I think they could choose Henry Allenson. But as it stands, we've got Henry Allenson going the next pick to uh, to Denver Nuggets. If, if Shabonis goes be before him, uh, after him, I'd be very, very yeah. surprised. I think Shabonis is uh, a higher, has higher upside than Allenson. It's a better shot. It's better all around, really, than Allenson. But Allenson still phenomenal player, younger than Shabonis, and again, an exciting player. He can do very a lot exciting. of different things, and it's one of those um, factors that he can have a really good game, but then he'll come back to earth in the next. 
pick 20, Indiana Pacers, Juan Hernan Gomez. Stretch four, Indiana Pacers need a stretch four. He's been linked to him. I'm pretty confident in that pick there. 21, this is this is a strange one, I reckon. Most people wouldn't tip uh, this one. Atlanta Hawks, I've got them taking Zhu Kui out of China, the big man who has phenomenal upside. They're probably going to need someone, uh, a, a big man to play. Do they need the money? Case Horford. <laughs> <laughs> in case Horford leaves, they can draft and stash him. At pick 21, you don't need a player to play straight away, especially if you're Atlanta Hawks because you are primed to play you know, deep into um, the NBA playoffs. Uh, again, Thonmaker could go here. Thonmaker would be a nice fit here. Zuqui, another couple of other international players um, potentially here. Malik Beasley to Hornets at 22. He's a shooting guard. They need shooting guard. Seems to be a, a pretty decent fit there. Boston Celtics, 23. Their third pick. They won't keep all three, surely. But if they were to keep it, I've got uh, them taking the Greek. Georgios Papagiannis. Well, I, I don't think they're going to give up this pick. I think they're going to keep this pick. So. They've got to get rid of one. And, of and, they, and yeah, they, they get, they'll probably give up one. But this is one they won't give up. And I think they will take a big man. And it, particularly if they give up the earlier one, this will be a stretch for. Yeah. And, and pa- this is Papagiannis where... is a He's, he's an elite shot blocker as well. Mm. Put up some good numbers in Greece. Doesn't have uh, a lot of talent outside the arc just yet. He doesn't really play out there. That's the only problem. No, we don't and, know how capable he is. No, and I sort of mentioned uh, previously that I think Thon Maker will probably go either 18 to the yeah, Pistons. And I really think the other best fit for him right now would be the Celtics as well. So yep. I think... Thon Maker, we're probably going to see 18 or 23. Thon Maker is certainly the sexier pick, but at the moment I've got Georgios there. Tyler Euless, the pick 24 to the, 76, to the 76ers. They need a point guard. He's the best one available. Only 5'9", but probably the best true point guard. He's probably a better true point guard than even Chris Dunn in this draft, but he's only 5'9". But can I tell you who the best point guard is in the draft? It's who? Ben Simmons. And point forward, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the best one there. Yeah. And right now... You know, really, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Euless actually goes a bit earlier as well because he is he's the best. 5'9", that's the problem. He is 5'9", but we've seen really good small point guards as yeah. well, even though we've sort of moved into the era of the taller one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they've proven their value over time. Last year, Tyler Euless was phenomenal. Excellent passer, excellent shooter, excellent ball handler. And that's the only reason why I think he'd yeah. go a little bit higher. If he, if he was four inches taller, top 10. Yeah. Top 10. Oh, look, I agree. Pick 25, I've got the LA Clippers taking Torian Prince. He's a small forward. They need small forwards. He's the best one on the draft. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And right now, we're, we're really reaching now. Yeah. We're really reaching. Yeah. This this is all depends on what's going before yep. here. I've got uh, 76ers taking Malachi Richardson at 26. This is a guy that has bolted up the draft board over the past couple of weeks, and he's been invited to the, the green room. He has. Which does mean that he'll probably go higher than this. Yeah. I am not a big rap for Malachi Richardson, but he does have a lot of potential. He seems to have impressed everyone in the pre-draft workouts, and I think that, that does play a role. And particularly, they're, they're going against guys that are really fighting for that same position. Yep. So if you impress in those, you're really going to put yourself um, forward and it seems that he's really worked his way up the board. The best thing about uh, Malachi Richardson is he can create his own shot. Great spot-up shooter. His feel for the game and his basketball IQ probably isn't as good as some of these other guys left on the board, but his upside certainly warrants... I don't think he'll get past 26. He'll go above that, if anything. If I'm giving over-under on Malachi Richardson, I think it'll be above or higher. Or Yeah, there's every chance that that could definitely happen. i got DeAndre Bembry going to the Toronto Raptors at 27. Initially, oh, I was pretty high on uh, Bembry earlier on. I had him relatively early. Then I thought, I don't know if teams are going to feel the same way. He's a terrific player. He's a, he's a playmaking wing. He's capable mm. of scoring again on and off the ball. 
I think uh, he certainly warrants a, a selection with uh, back, that pick 27 there. Then 28, our boy Thumbmaker, Suns. He will not get past Suns at 28, I don't think. I think he'd already be gone by now. I think he'll be gone anything. by then, but he, I think you're right. He won't He won't go any lower than 28. Yeah. There's no, in my mind, there's no doubt, but I think he'll go higher. And uh, last two picks, San Antonio Spurs and Golden State Warriors. I've got the Spurs taking Diamond Stone mm. out of Maryland. Very high upside player. Um, long wingspan. His low post game is tremendous. Not incredibly athletic, but uh, I think there's enough there that uh, the Spurs could take a crack at him. It's hard to know where the Spurs are going this year. Well, if you look at their history, the Spurs are going to look for fundamentally sound players. Yeah, That's absolutely. what they're really looking for. They don't take players that aren't fundamentally yeah. sound. So um, anyone that's fundamentally sound come that that pick available, they'll take the best available player. And because they are an old team, they could go anywhere. They could go tall, they could go small. They will they take the anywhere. best available yeah. player who's fundamentally sound. That That's that's the best advice I can give on that posi- that pick. And the Warriors with the last pick, I've got them taking Chinano Onowaku out of Louisville, who I love. He's one of my favourite players in this draft, to be honest with you. He is a uh, probably he's, he's, he's the best option for him here. He's a great shot blocker. He's got a tremendously high potential. If you have a look at Ken- Kevin O'Connor's um, draft book. He actually has him rated quite high. He doesn't say that he'll get drafted highly, but out of everyone in the league, out of everyone in the draft, I think he has him as a top 20 player. So yeah, look, his uh, athleticism is look, certainly warning. It wouldn't surprise me if he went closer to 20 as well. Um, but as, as we talked about early on, this is really, really open. And, oh, big time. Uh, so, Chris, you've talked about these players in the top 30. Um Obviously, there's other players that aren't there. Is there any that you think could move their way in that are outside that 30? So at the moment, I uh, on my mock draft, I've got, uh, with along with every pick, I've also got people's second choice or team's second yep. choice. And pretty much the uh, a couple of guys that don't get a run that would be team's second choice is Sheck Diallo mm-hmm. out of uh, Kansas and Karis Levert out of right. Michigan. So those two are probably ones that I can certainly see move into the first round from the second round. Both high, both high uh, upside guys that I haven't quite been able to squeeze in there. And a guy like Patrick McCaw as well okay. out of UNLV, who is a 3 and D guy. Initially in uh, one of my first... I know I said this is 1.0, but yeah. I did, there was a couple of picks that I did change, so I don't know if that warrants <laughs> whatever. I didn't change everything, just a couple of picks. I did have Patrick McCaw uh, going to the 76ers initially once or before I found out that Richardson had been... Um, selected to go to the green room at the draft. So that was one um, one guy that I do see making the first round should things go his way. Okay, so you put your, your reputation on the line here. You've yep. gone out. This is going to be your 30 that are picked. Yep. Um, if outside the top two who you've said are your absolute locks, so you've talked oh, Ben Simmons up, Brandon Ingram. Yep. Who's your, who's your one other lock that you know that'll go to a certain team? Oh, I'll that's put you a good on the one. spot all now. Right, all right. Because See, if you get that... Because you we can throw what? everything else out the window. I think if you can get one more as if, a lock, I reckon you've done well. If the Celtics keep pick three, I'm actually confident that they'll take Bender. Okay. Yeah. Pick, but other than that, I'd say Deontay Davis at Orlando at 11, I'm pretty confident on. Okay. Yoko Pearl at Utah at 12, I'm relatively confident on. And we, we mentioned this when we're going through it. Denzel Valentine at 16, I think the Celtics would love him. Okay. And I think he's certainly warning a pick 16. Again, if these it's 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 going to be very hard because a lot of these a lot of these teams are going to try to trade in and trade out. Yeah, it's going to be and yeah, that's and that's why I, that's why I threw the question at you because it's it's literally like a lottery trying right, to pick. Here's that another. Top one. Here's one of the twenties. I, I, I'll guarantee you. One Hernan Gomez to Indiana Pacers at pick twenty. Okay, I'm pretty confident. We'll in lock that, that in and lock that one in. we'll revisit that next week. We'll um, see how we go. 
So the only other question I have to you now, yep. outside of Ben Simmons and Thon Maker, I'm going yep. to be selfish and stick back to the Australians here. Is any other Australian going to be drafted in this draft? No. So, I don't think so. So you don't think um, Emmanuel Malou? No, nah, or Majok Dang, or Venky Joyce. Certainly a possibility, especially for the first two that we mentioned. Take away Venky. The other two have very high upsides. They're very athletic players. And I think that's what the second round is built for. It's built mm-hmm. for these guys who you can draft and stash. You don't need straight away. You can just secure and hope that they can become something one day. And I yeah. think those two certainly fit that bill. But I just, I'm, I'm not confident that we'll see that happen. I think there so, are other guys that other teams will want, uh, value uh, higher than them that will choose before them. But like we mentioned, we, we just did a podcast for a pick and roll called Pick and Pop Demo, which you can find on the Pick and Roll website. And we spoke about this and we said that we'd probably rather these guys don't get drafted because then they're free agents and they can go where they want and sign their own deals. Exactly. Probably works out better for them anyway. Look, you're right. So you don't foresee, uh, I say, an LA Lakers going back a few years with a tier majeure yeah. going pick pick 60 as an example and stashing oh, look, it him could happen. and then we never hear of him again. Yeah, it could happen, but um, I wouldn't be okay. holding my breath. And and look, in many ways, I, I would like that to happen yep. Yep. unless there's every chance like a Cameron Bairstow who gets drafted yeah. and gets the contract yeah. as well, which which surprised a lot of people, but it was a, a great situation for Cam Bairstow to be yeah, in. Absolutely. Damo, thank you for joining me for this. I love doing the mock draft. Again, everyone can check it out at the sen.com.au website. Just check Click the uh, SEN America tab at the top of the page there. The first article that comes up will be there. You can also find it on my Twitter page at C Tyler TSMN or the SEN America and the SEN. I've just tweeted out on all those accounts. So make sure you check it out. Let me know where it went wrong because obviously that's not going to be uh, the final order. Tell me where I'm going to go wrong. <laughs> yep, and, and and make sure you share it with him. And look, in the, with all the draft coverage as well, well, you've got it on SEN. You can find a lot of it uh, with the Australian folk focus on pickandroll.com.au. Beautiful. Thank you, Damo. I'm going to be waking up nice and early tomorrow on my day off to watch the draft. Get that alarm set. I've got to decide what food to have because when (laughs) when it's an event like this, I've got to say, all right, am I going to have bacon and eggs? Is it going to be hot dog for lunch? Wings. Wings, yeah, probably. Wings? Yeah. I reckon that's a good idea. Ribs. And burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of everything. (laughs) Thanks, Damo. Cheers.